Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. This podcast is produced on Anchor, where you can record, edit, and publish all from your smartphone. You can find the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast platforms. Stepping to the batter's box. Thank you for tuning in to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. This is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and I again appreciate everybody who has taken the time to listen, share, retweet, and be guest over 2020. 2021 should be a good year here for the podcast. Today, we're joined by one of our sponsors, from Dugout Sports, and it's Jay Wannell, and Dugout Sports is located in Fairfax, Iowa, and he is the owner and the operator. So, Jay, first of all, I want to say thanks for sponsoring the podcast and also the Chief Bat Company as well. I really appreciate all the support, the AJ Puck sign baseball you gave me earlier during uh, the podcast days as well, but... Um, Thank you for for doing that, and I also want to welcome you to the show. First time as a guest. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Um, I really think what you're doing is, is super neat. So uh, as soon as I I saw some, obviously uh, I played uh, I played up there. I played in Balltown and Cascade, and so kind of knowing uh, my way around Dubuque County and uh, coaching some guys from there, um, I thought what you were doing was awesome. So I'm glad to glad to help out and and. Uh, you know, obviously, being an A's fan, you know, wanted to uh, wanted to get you that ball. Yeah, you know, that has been the most difficult thing about the pandemic is you've invited me down to see some workouts and some other people. Uh, Nick Ungs from Iowa have invited me to check out the facilities and see some games. And Dan Spain at Clark University has a heater waiting for me in the press box. And the guys at Worthington, the semi-pro guys, have been really great to me. And there's been a lot of great things that I have not been able to do because of this pandemic. I'm glad you mentioned your tie to semi-pro because they're big supporters of the show as well. Now, Joe, now Jay, I'm sorry. When I hear that somebody is opening up a, a baseball facility, the first thing I want to know is what is their background in baseball? So if you could give us your background and then why did you decide to open out, up, open up dugout sports? Yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, I grew up in a small town south of uh, Cedar Falls, Trayer. I uh, went to North Tama High School. And at an early age, um, I, you know, I just kind of fell in love with baseball. Um, I was probably six or seven, went to a high school game, and the, the head coach at North Tama was the same coach that had coached my dad. So they had talked after the game, and, and he had asked me if I wanted to be the bat boy. And so I think that was like – that's what it took to push me over. Um, and then from then on, you know, I'm just, I'm just a baseball guy. Uh, I played American Legion baseball pendant. Um, and then, uh, you know, had a good high school career. I went to college down in Miami, 
um, before I transferred back to Wartburg. Um, and, you know, playing at Wartburg, I actually played with some guys that were my teammates in American Legion from Independence. So, um, you know, I had a really, I had a really good time there. Obviously we won a whole lot, which is, uh, which is always fun. And then I had the opportunity to play independent, um, pro baseball for, for a few years and then kind of started when I was still doing that kind of started in, uh, in coaching at the college level. And so that's kind of my, uh, quick rundown of my path of, of playing coaching. I spent 15 years coaching college baseball. And then my oldest son, who's now 11 was kind of to the age where it was awesome having him around at, at the college practices. Um, and when he wasn't there and he was off at his own practices, you know, I was kind of like, well, what's going on there? And I was kind of missing, missing that piece, um, of being around him. And I just felt like, uh, it was time for me to, you know, start coaching him and, and being around, um, being around them more. So it was, it was a good transition time. And so then I kind of moved to that. Um, and then actually, you know, the, the dugout is a, it's kind of a funny story, um, my neighbor was just like, Hey, there's a, there's some commercial condo units. Would you be interested in, uh, in going in on them with me? And so I was like, yeah, all right. You know, that, that sounds good. We were just going to go in on a little side business venture. And, uh, the next day he's like, what do you think about a indoor baseball softball facility? And I was like, I'm in, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to twist my arm about that. I'm, I'm definitely in. And then that's kind of how it, that's kind of how it started. And it's just taken off. Uh, from there and yeah it's it's been uh, we've just been very fortunate it's been it's been, uh, it's been fun that's that's fantastic and I do want to toot your horn a little bit here I believe you are still the record holder at your high school <laughs> for having the highest batting average of all time is that correct yeah that's a long time ago though so what was your batting average you remember off the top was of like, your head it was like 670 or something like that and when you went, I to, didn't. Have, I don't. I don't even think I had a hundred official at bats, though. So yeah, you know, and, the and numbers I, are the numbers are a little skewed. Small school, they could, they could, they could just walk me and and go on to the next guy too. So yeah, in in high school though, it's a little different to get to get a hundred at bats. Now you mentioned your time at Wartburg. You said you guys won a lot. What was the furthest that you made it while you were at Wartburg? Uh, so we played in the College World Series. So I transferred in in two thousand. And, um, that year we won the regional, I played in the college world series. So that was, uh, that was an awesome experience. And then every other year. So I was there at, at the time when they, I, I think they ended up winning like 12 or 13 straight conference championships. So in my four years there, we won four conference championships. We won the regional, we went to the regional, uh, four times, won the conference tournament four times. So, um, and then obviously the world series once. So it was a, it was a, it was a good time to be there. Now, I graduated from Hempstead in 2000. One of my best friends who I played with my whole life went to Wartburg. Would you have played with Brian Pins or remember Brian Pins at all? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And did you play with any other Dubuque County guys while you were at Wartburg? Yeah, so um, uh, Jude Berger was there. So oh, yeah. uh, Jude, Jude played second and I played short. So he was like, uh, we were double play partners for, for a couple of years. So was, that was awesome. And I, I went to elementary school with his his little sister Sally. Great, okay, Sally, yeah, great yeah. family. Wow, I haven't heard Jude Berger's name in years, but he was he was a good ball player. So then you went to coach at Co, and 
Did you coach any Dubuque County guys? I remember on our message boards on social media, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, Coach Manaman on Twitter, if I can throw in some quick plugs, you had an interesting Jack Huffman story from when you were at Co. And you had shared with me that you felt that Jack was kind of the person that opened the floodgates to get more Dubuque County kids to Co. Would that be a fair statement? Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, it was. So, yeah, that was my last uh, seven years coaching in college. I, I spent them at Co. And, uh, yeah, Jack was Jack was just a, uh, you know, like we said up there, Jack's a, a great kid, a great family. Um, and he filled so many roles on the team. He could, you know, he could play a little outfield. He could pitch. Um, and, he, and obviously, it was his bat that we, we wanted to continue to find a spot for in the lineup. So, um, yeah, I mean, and it, it is a funny story. You know, they, they're planning a, uh, a senior trip for him. And, you know, obviously you, you, you make those, those plans, uh, you know, months and months in advance. And, uh, man, we had an awesome team. And uh, so, we, so we get to the we get we win the tournament. And it's like, all right, we're going to the regional. And it's like, well, wait, Jack might be going on his uh senior trip <laughs> so it was like a couple of days of holy cow what are we gonna do if, if, what are we gonna do if we don't have jack like we got no shot at winning this so uh, yeah it was, uh, <laughs> that's funny but jack jack ended up staying and playing so and, and who are some of the other guys that that followed him yeah so uh nolan weber from cascade was there um at the same time and isaac evans um i think isaac's freshman or sophomore year was my last year so um, and then, yeah, like from there, obviously Isaac's the, obviously three, three great kids. And, um, and then they've kind of just snowballed from there with, with much more kids. So, and I like how you mentioned Isaac because we're all about shameless plugs here. So if you haven't listened to the Isaac Evans episode yet of the Dubuque area baseball podcast, go check it out. Really good. Listen now, Jay, I, I just remember- wish you would have caught that ball. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he his... probably made that. He probably made that catch at Co. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said he said he caught it, and then when he hit the ground, it, it just it just it just shot up there. But <laughs> I funny. remember going to. I, I hate cold weather, so spring baseball for me in the area is difficult. But Jack is, has a his him and his family have a special place in my heart. Great kid, and I remember going to watch a game at the University of Dubuque, and he just mowed them down. I mean, it looked like it was a men playing among boys. It looked like it was a major league pitcher throwing against little leaguers just by how dominant um, he was on the mound with those high socks and those high stirrups. (laughs) Jay, we do have to talk about your facility, Dugout Sports in Fairfax, Iowa, Tell us a little bit about it. What What's the size like? What's the facility? Do you guys do traveling teams? What are some price points on some lessons? What are some of the amenities that Dugout Sports has? Yeah, so we're um, we're right around 12,000 square feet. Um, like you said, we're in Fairfax, so southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Um, we've got 11 cages. We've got uh, the plyo wall, um, you know, the weight of balls, all that all that stuff. And, um, a lot of that stuff is, you know, kind of built for, for the pro guys that are in here, but obviously the the high school kids and anybody can, can use all that stuff. Um, pricing, you know, I feel like we're super cheap, but it's 300 bucks for a year for an individual, 500 bucks for a family. Um, and so, you know, I, I think, 
at the end of the day, it's, you're not going to look at our facility and say, we're here price gouging. And, you know, we're trying to, it's not anybody's full-time job. Um, we're really here built for, you know, the kids and, um, their development. So that's, that I think is something that's kind of is different about us. Um, and like the travel team. So we, we've got a bunch of members that were freshmen this year. And so we kind of just threw together a, a team. They wanted to all play together. And so we just called it a, a dugout sports, um, um, team we're not really in that game um i've started a, a a top tier organization which is kind of a franchise but they're in chicago and california and, and tampa um and so that's who my sons um uh, both my boys play for that organization i um, mean we just call it kind of dugout home you know we do our our off-season practices here but um there's probably 15 other teams you know in the area that that do the exact same thing so yeah. Jay, when, when I've talked to people and I've mentioned your name, they, they always say the same two things about you. They say, one, Jay is a great guy, and two, he will talk your ear off about baseball. And, and I think <laughs> those are two things that you need to have in order to run a successful academy. You have to, one, be likable, and then, two, you have to have baseball knowledge and also be, be personable with that. Now, in the Dubuque area, we do have uh, some academies. People will come up to me and, and they'll ask me what recommendations that I have. And and I think Gold Standard by Eric Munson, Gold Standard Athletics, they, they do a phenomenal job. I, I've known Eric and his staff for, for a long time. Uh, Dusty Rogers Baseball and Softball Academy, I've known Dusty and Ross for a long time and their instructors. A lot of them I either coach against or I may have even coached. Now... I put dugout sports in my GPS and it is an hour and 27 minute drive to your facility. So the Dubuque audience listening to this that maybe have gone to those academies and had some success there, what does dugout sports offer that would make it worth the drive maybe to come up to a camp or maybe come up to get a lesson or um, yeah, so on and so forth? Yeah, I mean... I, um, the one thing that I'm constantly doing here is we're, you know, we had a Tampa Bay Rays hitting coach come in. We've got the hitting coordinator for the Colorado Rockies coming in. So we're just constantly, um, you know, building that, that playbook and that library of resources here and um, just trying to provide for, you know, not just Cedar Rapids, like you said, I mean, Eastern Iowa, all of Iowa. Um, we've got some kids coming from Wisconsin um, for Coach Everson's hitting camp. But you know, I think that's kind of one thing that maybe makes us a little bit different is just the people that, you know, we have coming in doing instruction um, and, and running the camps. So, you know, like you said, we're we're very, very fortunate with, with those types of people that have come in and then just our regular our, you know, our everyday instructors are all guys that played in college, um, the softball girls played, in, you know, so um, we're really we're really fortunate along that path. Um, and, and like you said, I, I know um, I know David, you know, a little bit at uh, Dusty Rogers. And I know we've got kids that are members here that go up and play for for EMB. And so I've heard, I've heard nothing but good things um, about that. So, you know, I think it's I think it's great. I, you know, we're, we're far enough away. I don't think there's ever a time that, you know, essentially say we're in competition. We're all we're all working for the same goal and, um, you know, developing kids and, and teaching them, teaching them the game and teaching them the right way uh, to go about it. 
And that's the, the great thing that, that I've noticed when I interviewed Dusty Rogers from the Dusty Rogers Baseball and Softball Academy and Eric Munson from Gold Standard Athletics is they all, and you as well from Dugout Sports, Jay, you all talk positively about the other organizations, about the kids, and, and it seems like everybody has the same goal, and that is to teach the game of baseball the right way, give kids opportunities to play, give kids opportunities to learn from some of the best minds in the game, and that's and that's phenomenal to see. And, and people sometimes will say to me, well, what do you suggest? Well, I think there might be a great catching instructor here, so go here, go to that camp, or I know this guy really knows his pitching stuff, so go go visit him and work out there. So it's, it's great to see that you have members playing for um, some of the teams here in the area area. Now, Jay, one of my favorite things is creeping your Facebook page and your Instagram page, and you have had some big league stars training at Dugout Sports. Who are some of the big leaguers and players that have been drafted that are working out at Dugout Sports? Yeah, so we're, uh, man, we're, we've been really, really fortunate, but, um, Kind of when we started this, I immediately went to Mitch Keller and and his brother John, and their John was still playing pro ball at, this, at that time, and you know I was kind of like, you know, what's the space that you need, and and I kind of, you know, ask them the questions, and um, so yeah, it's been it's been fun. But so Mitch Keller, um, Scott Shubler, AJ Puck, uh, those are the those are the three big leaguers, um, and then we've got a handful of minor league guys, Tyler Cropley who uh, played at Iowa Western and then at Iowa was drafted by the nationals and he's now with the Royals. Uh, CJ Eldred also played at Iowa is with the Royals, Spencer Van Scoy, Connor Van Scoy. Uh, both of those guys, uh, you know, names around here that, that everybody knows, everybody knows their dad, the grandpa, uh, their dad gives lessons here. Um, Zach Daniels uh, from Kennedy went to Kennedy high school and then at Iowa as a pitcher. Um, and then Brett Schultz is uh, played at Minnesota, is with the Phillies. And so kind of when the pandemic happened, he came and he was staying with the Vance Goy. So he and Spencer are teammates. And um, so that was that was awesome. So he's been gosh, he's probably been here for a year um, working and and uh, and doing all that. So we've got a really, really good lineup of, of those guys that, you know, call it home. And obviously CJ's dad, Cal, um, you know, coming around so you can't ever talk enough baseball with you know a big league pitching coach so yeah really fortunate like you said I mean I love talking baseball and I mean I've learned I've learned more uh talking with them in the last year you know about aspects of the game that were never uh important to me you know I was the infield and hitting guy and um you look at this list and there's a whole bunch of pitchers and so it's uh it's been kind of refreshing and um you know obviously I've, I've learned a lot from them yeah, you mentioned some names that took me down memory lane. I remember playing Perfect Game when it first started up, I believe, in 1996. And we weren't able to lead off when I played. So we played a Perfect Game Fall League just so we would know how to lead off and hold runners on. And, and the Norway field was actually our home field. So we would drive up and, and play with wood bats on that Norway field, which was featured in the movie, the final season. We know Jim Van Scoy has an amazing score story. And then hearing the Van Scoy names and Mitch Keller, I, when I was at Hempstead, we played against um, all of those guys. And Zach Daniels on the 2014 Hempstead team, that was a record-setting team when I was there, they say Zach Daniels has the best 
curveball they called it the hammer that they ever they ever had to face and and I, I can't wait to see how these guys these guys develop now what what makes those guys stand out so what makes AJ Puck and Mitch Keller had an outstanding year what what makes those guys stand out from your average run-of-the-mill baseball player yeah you know um I mean, I'm just going to basically repeat when you had Calvin on, um, as Calvin was coming down and, and catching these guys, but it, and Calvin said this when, when he talked to you, but you, you can just tell the way they go about their business. Uh, you know, the, the plan that they're on, the, the regimen that they do, they, they come in and, and they get after, yeah, we'll, we'll talk and stuff, but I mean, they're putting their stuff in the same spot. They're going about their, their band work and they're stretching and, and, you don't always see that, right? There's some, there's some pretty high level high school kids and, and they're still trying to figure that process out. And these guys obviously have, have been around older players. They've learned from older players and um, you know, they, they just the, just the process and, and the way they go about their business, I think is what makes them, um, you know, that elite of a player. And again, Jay, I can tell you're you're a podcast um, veteran because you keep name dropping things, which allows me to promote more. If you have not yet listened to the Calvin Harris episode, go back and do it. A great episode, our second most played episode, and a lot of people shared with me on Instagram that that was their favorite episode of the year. Now let's talk about AJ Puck, Mitch Keller, and then on the hitting aspect of the game, Scott Shebler. When they come to dugout sports to work out. What what do their workouts look like? And are their workouts coming from their organizations? Are you having hitting coaches from the major league organizations? And are the Pirates and the A's stopping in to work with those guys? What's it look like when they come in to work out? Yeah, we have had um, we have had coordinators uh, come in and, and watch a bullpen. And, um, you know, prior to COVID, um, those guys were flying around in the offseason and yeah, they would come in and, and watch a bullpen of Mitch's or AJ's. Um, and it's kind of since then, we've just done more video and I've kind of helped them with, with more video of that and then sending it off. But yeah, I mean, those guys come in and, you know, we, we take care of them here and try and block off the facility. And, and, um, but you know, it's, it's almost like a catch 22 because at the same time, they really enjoy it. Uh, having the kids around, um, you know, a little bit and sign some autographs and take some pictures. But, you know, I mean, they, they really are focused on their, you know, their plan that their organizations um, have given them. Um, and so they kind of they kind of stick to that. So there's no, you know, it, it, they might need help, you know, running the radar gun at some point. But, I mean, they are they're all pretty, pretty regiment and they know exactly, um, you know, what they're doing flat ground, how many throws at what distance and and all that stuff. So and I think for that's the pitching side of it for Scott, for the hitting side of it, uh, it's a little bit more uh, personal feel, you know, he, he kind of knows where he needs to be. He's those guys, they get to that level. They're not guys that are going to come in and hit for an hour and a half, you know, two hours. They just, they just don't need that much time. Um, and he'll go through four or five drills. He loves seated BP. Um, and that's something that he kind of always does in, in his, um, in his practice and his workouts. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's fun cause he's at the stage when, you know, he's, he'll come in by himself, but he'll want, you know, like my 10 year old, 11 year old, um, my eight year old even hit with him, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So it's, it's super neat to see that interaction. He steps in the box and it's like, 
game face on and you know he gets his he gets his work in jay i being an educator i'm on the top of the priority list for getting the coronavirus vaccine so once i'm vaccinated i'm going to private message you and i'm going to invite myself down to see some of these workouts if that's okay absolutely we'd love to have you down that would be that would be phenomenal. That would that would make my year. I would I would be so excited. And if Bob Melvin ever would happen to stop in, let me know. I'm gonna have the Mini Cooper going 150 miles an hour to get there, so I can I can meet Bob. Maybe we could uh, maybe we could get you in the box. You know, AJ's throwing a AJ's throwing a pen. We could we could sneak you in there or something. You know what? If he throws his slider and it's coming at me, I, I might, I, I might, uh, I don't know. I'm scared just, just thinking about it. Now, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, and I do want to invite the listeners to read this article because it was a phenomenal article. Was it the Cedar Rapids Gazette or was it the Des Moines Register that did a big piece on you guys and the major league players and the guys playing professional baseball working out at your place? Yeah, it was the it was a Des Moines Register. Des Moines Register. So look for that article if you're looking for more information about what we've just shared about it was it was an enjoyable read. Now, I've seen on social media, Jay, that there has been some local Dubuque, Dubuque talent that has made some trips to dugout sports to get some work in. Who are some of the local players? And if you could give them a projection on their season and their future, what do you see for some of the guys? Gosh, yeah, we've uh, you know we've been really fortunate. Um, Calvin Harris, uh, you know, is kind of one of the first ones, but uh, he's coming down and, and catching those bullpens, and obviously with the draft and and those things. So it was it was extremely beneficial for him to to be able to catch those guys. Um, but you know, man, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of of Calvin. I'm a big fan of the whole Harris family. So Brett, his younger brother, plays on our top tier uh, 13 U team. So. Obviously, Calvin's coming back from uh, from a minor little surgery, you know, and and uh, is is way ahead of schedule. But I mean, I think we all know uh, big things ahead for for him. And you know, the differentiator for for me seeing him is the work ethic, um, and 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 you know, just the head that's on that kid's shoulders is uh, he's well beyond his years. So um, I think sky's the limit, honestly, for for that young man. Um, a couple other guys that have been in Sam Goodman, who was at Iowa is now at Kirkwood. He's, he's been in and, and thrown, um, quite a, quite a bit. We've done, we've done a bunch of different live sessions. So he's been in, uh, Casey Paranaud has been in and, um, you know, he's at, he's at Southeastern. So we've got a little bit of a connection with Southeastern. So when I, my first coaching job, uh, was at Mount Mercy, uh, with the head coach that's now at Southeastern, Justin Schulte. So Justin and I have known each other for a long time. Um, and his brother Vaughn does a lot of lessons here as well. So he's a catching, hitting guy, uh, played at university of Alabama, Birmingham. So, uh, and then like from the high school side, Logan Rundy, uh, Logan's Logan's good buddies with, uh, with AJ, AJ Puck's little brother, Owen. So there's always a group of those guys that come in and, and get a bunch of work in. So, so it's been fun. That's that's great to see. Now, before we uh, hit into that podcast ending double play, I do have a, a couple questions here for you. What are the future plans for Dugout Sports? So what are your uh, plans in the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years? How would you like to see this thing grow? 
Yeah, I think um, five-year plan is probably to, to go bigger, you know. I mean, a, a bigger uh, bigger building um, and, you know, maybe maybe start incorporating the gym or, you know, I don't know. There's some, there's some different things. I really like the just the baseball, softball side of it because that's, you know, kind of what I know. Um, and going down, you know, the training path might be, you know, we need to, we need to get somebody else in here to, you know, kind of help with that. But five years, you know, I, I definitely see a, a different location, a bigger space. Um, and then I think the, the sky's the limit from there with, with the guys that are here giving lessons and stuff like that. I mean, I, I just feel like the, the opportunities, um, you know, and the goals for the youth, you know, honestly seeing more college players come out of here more baseball softball uh you know more success from the high school teams around here the travel teams you know whatever that looks like i just feel like somehow some way um dugout sports is able to play just a small piece in that you know providing the facility for all these kids to to be able to work out and that that could mean making the you know the jv team it could be uh you know a, a draft pick you know whatever that looks like for that individual i just feel like we're uh we're fortunate to play a play a small part of that now jay you shared early in the episode that you did have some ties to dubuque county and playing semi-pro baseball up here i can see people already on the message boards attacking me if i don't ask a semi-pro question but what were some of your favorite memories playing semi-pro in the area who were some of the top hitters the top players when when you were playing semi-pro yeah, absolutely. So I, I first started playing for, for ball town. Um, and that was super enjoyable, but, uh, the pay was pretty good. You know, I was like, dang, I, I didn't, I didn't realize this. And then I bring a couple guys, I was coaching at Mount Mercy. I bring a couple guys with me. It was super fun. And when we get to the field and, and Joey's like, here's a bucket, go pick up rocks. Like what the what the heck? So, you know, we'd spend 10 minutes before the game picking up rocks while somebody was chalking the field. Um, so that was, that was, uh, it was super fun, but you know, always cascade was always, uh, yeah, I mean, there's always so many, there's always so many good teams and good players. Um, I think they just do a really good job up there of, you know, the marketing, there's the, the fans are there, the, the, the length of the tournaments and how everything is scheduled. Um, yeah, I mean, I just said playing in Dyersville, I, I mean, I just remember, I remember so many good, good times, um, all-star games. So, um, then I ended up uh, playing for Cascade. I kind of finished playing. So I, I was coaching at Mount Mercy. I was playing pro ball. I got released. I was playing for ball town. And then I um, signed another uh, independent league team with another independent league team in uh, Schaumburg, Illinois. I was playing for them. And then when I came back from that, I played uh, I played with the Reds. So um, that was fun. Obviously, everybody knows all the guys that were around then. And Tom Andrews is um, – about my age. So we played against each other in college and playing with him and uh, his little brother and, you know, Marty and Micah, uh, Jason, all those, all those guys at Cascade, Yipe, of course, um, you know, you never knew what was going to happen with, uh, with Yipe there. So always, always fun. Yeah. And, and those are some guys that I, I would like to get on. I would like to get Yipe on. If anybody can get me his contact information so I can reach out, that'd be great. Uh, Joey Sigworth, people have said I need to have him on. I've asked him a couple times and he's politely uh, declined both times. But maybe I'll maybe I'll ask again. Jay, thank you for taking time out to join us and talk about you. Talk about your facility 
Anything you want to plug, share, or people you want to thank before we hit into that podcast ending double play? And I think, uh, honestly, I just want to thank you. I think what you're doing um, is awesome, uh, you know, obviously for the game of baseball, um, everything that you're doing, the people that you're bringing on, um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm close with Ryan Doty. I thought, uh, you know, having having guys like that on, I think you're doing a dance band. You're doing a you're doing a really good job. So keep up what you're doing. And um, you know, if you ever need anything, obviously I want to get you down when when AJ's throwing a bullpen. And that would be uh, that would be awesome. I will be there. And if you haven't yet listened to the Ryan Doty, the associate head coach of the Wartburg Knights, check it out. It's getting great reviews. Six four three. We're out of here. Post game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. You can find us on social media, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, find us on Spotify, and subscribe.